This is Sex and Waffles, an American horror story. That's whore with a W. Brought to you live by Waffle Press Studios. Welcome back, my little waffle sticks. What's up? So, happy hunting season and happy cuffing season. Has anyone else realized the irony of having these two seasons next to each other? Um, I never have until right now because, yeah, it's hunting season (laughs) and cuffing season. For those of you who don't know, hunting season is when everyone dresses up in camo and goes out into the woods and shoot things. Specifically, it is dove season. All the boys at work are very excited. And then there's like deer season, turkey season. There's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, seasons for the hunts. Um, but maybe you're getting hunted in a bar. Okay. Um, that doesn't sound as great when it comes out of my mouth, but you know what I mean? Hope you're somebody's prey this week. Uh, cuffing season, for those of you who don't know, is when all the fuck boys come out of the corners to keep their dick warm. As in, they need you to keep their dick warm. I don't know what it is about the uh, cold, but they don't want their balls to shrivel up. So all the fuck boys come out of the woodworks and they all make sure that you know that they're a total fuck boy and they want to fuck you again. It's actually one of my favorite seasons because all the people who either rejected you before or like really gave you the hammer before now they're like oh my god I need to fuck you and you're like I mean sure who hasn't gone back to a fuck boy once or twice we all we all have I'm a fuck boy myself fuck girl it doesn't sound as good but sometimes you just gotta go back because you know it's gonna be good you know it's gonna be a fun time we're all we're all here for a good time so whatever don't judge us for going back to our fuck boys. It's fun. Happy cuffing season and happy hunting season. Hope you get hunted. I have a couple shout outs this week. First of all, to the man who told me that you read Sex and Waffles. For those of you who don't know, Sex and Waffles is also a blog. It is a beauty, just so you know. TheRealSexandWaffles.com shameless plug, but the man who told me he read Sex and Waffles while pooping, I have never been so complimented in my life. When you become a poop story, like, you know you've made it in the world. You're either looking at memes, taking BuzzFeed quizzes, but this guy was reading Sex and Waffles, and that made my life. I have officially made it. Thank you. I also want to say thank you to everyone in the armed forces. Pretty sure they are half my listenership and readership, and I love you guys. You're doing a fucking amazing job. Um, You're incredible, and all of you are just thebomb.com. Yeah, armed forces, support the troops. Fucking love you guys. Love from Sex and Waffles. Keep doing what you're doing, please. (laughs) Absolutely, please. 
So I'm going to do our Q&A of the week and our DM of the week. Let me talk to you guys about DMs for a second. I don't know what happens when people want to DM you on Instagram, but it's like everything you've ever been taught in life is just gone. Like all etiquette, everything is fucking lost in the DMs. And I get some really weird DMs. Like they're always, always from men. Um, some of them are really nice and they like my content. Some of them are really just fucking weird. I can't like, I don't even, I don't even know what happens in the DM sphere, but it's not cute. <laughs> like, I don't even, I don't, I don't even know how to respond to these. Like if I was to respond to them, I'm like, what? Like, what would I even say? So DM of the week would be, hey, I have a dick motel in Canada if you want to come over. Um, So my blog post for the week was about the dick motel. We'll get into that. The place where you stay when you need a place to stay. The dick motel. First of all, (laughs) we're not even in the same area code. Um let alone the same country. I mean, I'm flattered that you invited me to your dick motel, but also, um, yeah, there, what? Like, (laughs) this is like, like an hour after I posted this too. Like, I don't, I've never walked up to someone and just asked them to stay in my pussy motel. Maybe I should. It wasn't, I mean, that wasn't even the worst one. It was just the DM of the week, like employee of the month. You are the DM of the week. Shout out to Alberta, Canada uh, for uh, inviting me to your dick motel. I will not be participating. Thank you. Our Q&A for the week is, (laughs) do you spit or do you swallow? So really the question is, are you a spitter? Or are you a quitter? This also comes from a DM that I got. This is how people start conversations with me. Are you a spitter or a quitter? And, um, well, first of all, I'm actually the best worst person to ask about this because, oh, it's a, I'm a, I'm, I'm not a spitter, but I don't let people finish in my mouth unless I like really like you or I really like whatever we're doing out of all the people that I have slept with in my life there have been four people that have finished in my mouth and um this is how you can tell I don't like you just you know in case you ever find yourself with me I one guy I dated for two years and I would literally just spit it into a cup every time Every single time I would just spit into a cup because I hated him. (laughs) But like the other, like one of them doesn't count because it was like the first blowjob I ever gave. And then I like immediately had to brush my teeth. Even though apparently semen has like teeth whitening properties in it. I don't know. Like, I don't know what, where that research came from or how many times someone had to jizz in someone's mouth for it to, uh, be a viable set of statistics, but here we are. Um, I do not feel the need 
to let people finish in my mouth. Again, the mouth is a sacred place. And like, I'll do anything and everything, but you gotta have that one thing that you save for like special people. Some people are like, I only do anal if I'm married or in a relationship or I don't give head to strangers. I don't know, whatever whatever your forte is. Some girls like throw up a lot during head so they don't give it to strangers. I mean, I've been there, whatever, it's fine. Sometimes shit happens when you're making other plans. But as for spitting or swallowing, um, if you never let them finish in your mouth, you never have to go that far. Second of all, I just, you know, I have a lot of sex. I can't just be having every stranger come in my mouth. That's just really, I, that's a lot. That's a lot of semen. I can't handle that. There's, not only am I a fan of condoms because they protect you against like STDs and shit and pregnancy and all those things that you don't want from a one night stand. They also like are such easy cleanup. Like, I don't have to clean anything off my body. I don't have to clean anything off my sheets. Like, super easy cleanup. Like, roll it up. We're done. I'm all for an easy cleanup. Plus, like, also, like, if I don't like you, I don't want, like, the lingering taste of your jizz in my mouth. If I like you, a whole different story. Also, like, men are, men don't have great diets, And your diet is directly related to your cum taste. And most men taste really, really disgusting. That's honestly probably why I made my rule of like, I don't, I don't let people finish in my mouth because, um, up until there's been like two guys in like the past year that have finished in my mouth. And other than that, the other two were when I was like 19. If that gives you any perspective, it's probably because the other ones were so fucking disgusting and it tasted so fucking foul. If you could see my face right now, it's literally just in like utter disgust. And like, I want to throw up thinking about it, but the other ones were fine, honestly. Um, but yeah, that's actually like for me, it's like, I, I don't like being dominated either. So for you to finish in my mouth is like kind of you dominating me. And I just don't put up with that. So am I a spitter or a quitter? Well, grandma would probably call me a quitter because I've spit a number of times. But if I like you, yeah, you can finish in my mouth and swallow. <laughs> like, whatever. Um, but if I don't, oh, you'll know because you won't be finishing in my mouth. It's actually been a point of tension for me for a couple of people in my life. And I'm like, sorry, bro. Like I, they'd be like, I just want to finish in your mouth. And I'm like, no, absolutely, absolutely not. We cannot participate at all. I'm sorry. So a little bit about the pod guys. I do have a blog. It is called Sex and Waffles. Go figure. And I have the podcast kind of set up like a little brunch session. I am like, I'm that friend that comes to brunch and I'm 
if we're going to brunch, you know I'm in a rough state. Like, you know I'm either hungover, I was blackout drunk the night before. I am that friend that shows up to brunch and everyone is like, she has a good story to tell. Always. Like, (laughs) if we're hitting brunch and we're getting drunk, um, unless it's like brunch with my parents, I don't drink at those. You know I'm fucked up. I'm getting fucked up. I was fucked up. I'm going to be fucked up. I am the friend that brunch memes are about. Like, I'm the Karen that's getting fingered under the table at a brunch. I am the reason brunches are out of control these days. But mostly, I just have, like, wild stories to tell every fucking brunch. And so I read my blog to you guys because it's great brunch material and... I love it. And I think you enjoy it through your ear holes. So that is why if it sounds a little scripted, it is, but it isn't because I go off on random tangents or I like throw random things in there, or sometimes it's like literally not even scripted. So in case you were wondering, that is what I do. Um, if you don't like it or you have better suggestions, let me know. Like, hit a sister up. Email me, therealsexandwaffles at gmail.com. But that is how I'm doing it. I'm still new here. I'm trying to figure out the pod thing. Obviously, I'm really good at talking and I have a great voice, but I'm still trying to figure out like my setup. Blogging is like my thing, I am a writer. I am a speaker too. Like, you know, I'm really good at talking. I, <laughs> but I think I'm really funny. Whatever. You know, I love myself a lot. Self care. But yeah, if you have any suggestions or things you want to hear or different things that you might be interested in, just let me know. And I will cater to you guys, whoever you are. I would love to hear from you. Um, unless you're like, this is total trash. I probably won't even listen to you. So (laughs) that's cool. (laughs) Um, iTunes continues to reject me. So, you know, they think it's trash, but I don't. Here we are. Our topic for this week is the dick moto. The hotel moto holiday inn. You know, if you can't make reservations, at a hotel, motel, or Holiday Inn, you can go to the Dick Motel, one of my favorite places to sleep, and uh, a place that just keeps on giving. It is like one of those charity hotels that just leaves you feeling good after you sleep in it. It's great. Or is it? I don't know. Questionable life choices here. Do you really need a reason to have sex, though? Like when your friends judgingly ask you, why did you sleep with him? And you're like, I don't know, Karen. I needed a place to sleep in. I mean, food, shelter, and the pursuit of happiness are the things that America was built on. I can't be judged for the fact that I have slept with people for the sole purpose that I needed somewhere to stay or that I needed a ride. Was I using them? Oh, absolutely. Did I care? Absolutely not. Does it matter? No, because I had sex. I would say me needing shelter or a ride home is probably the number one reason that I have decided to have sex on multiple occasions. Don't get me wrong. My thought process always went a little like this. Hmm. I want to have sex. I need a place to stay. 
I need to have sex. It's an easy jump. Very logical conclusion. And I know what you're thinking. Why the fuck didn't you just call an Uber? Well, if you really want to know, some of us remember a dark time when Uber didn't fucking exist. Actually, that's my current life because Uber does not exist where I live. Also, sometimes you're in a DD car and the DD literally tells you that they are not driving you all the way to your house. I have had this happen to me before when the DD was like, I'm not driving all the way out there. What am I going to do? Walk home from a random stop on the side of the road? No, I'm going to make a quick dick appointment and walk home in the morning when it's light out. I'm not trying to get taken, okay? On my pursuit of like, Going home, not worth it. I'll sleep I'll sleep at a random stranger's couch. I mean, that's not acceptable. <laughs> and I'm not in college anymore, but like, whatever. You don't walk home at night as a female by yourself drunkenly. Okay, I've done it a number of times, but like you just don't, okay? It's just not smart. It's it's not smart. Unless you have like mace or like a GoPro. Everyone should have a GoPro. I think everyone should go out with a GoPro. That's all I want in my life. It's to like black out with a GoPro on me and then just see how the night unfolds. I'm really curious to meet my blackout alter ego, Bianca. Does anyone else want to meet their blackout selves? Because like I do. Let's have a blackout convention, aka a Friday night. <laughs> Having sex for shelter is a real toss up though. What if they don't let you stay? Then you just spent your night fucking your way into someone's bed, only to get kicked out after their five meager thrusts and no orgasm. Is there no unwritten rule of if you fuck here, you can stay here? There should be. I mean, there's a rule, leave it better than you found it. And I obviously just actively participated in that. When I was younger, the thought of someone sleeping in my bed was literally the worst. I don't want some stranger sweating on my sheets. I mean, they were just inside me, but do I want them inside my sheets? No, that's just too fucking much. Now, as someone who enjoys a good hit it and quit it session, I am a firm believer that sometimes you just have to let people stay the night. No, it does not mean we're getting married because we spent the night in the same bed. It just means one of us needed fucking shelter. I'm tired of people acting like spending the night is some extreme gesture. No, Paul, I was just drunk and fell asleep. It literally meant nothing. The amount of guys in my life that have been like, oh my God, you spent the night. Yeah, because I was tired. I needed a place to sleep or I was super fucked up and like fucking you made me more fucked up. I don't think I've ever fucked someone and felt more sober after fucking them. No, you're on like a fucking, you're on a ship. You're getting like seasick and shit. And then like that just makes you drunker. Everything's just moving around and your blood's really moving and then you're just like so wasted afterwards that you need a place to rest your head like a good old Jesus song. I see nothing wrong with that. And it means nothing. I, the amount of fuck buddies that have literally been like, so you spent the night. I came over at 11 p.m. (laughs) I go 
who do you think you are trying to kick someone out at midnight 30 when they just fucked you and they did all the work? No, fuck off. I run this show. I mean, don't get me wrong. If I'm in an Uber loving area with or with public transportation or where I can pay someone to pick me up on their fucking broomstick, oh, I will for sure do it. But I don't live where I have friends close by, I don't have Uber, and I sure as hell don't have public transportation out here. If you don't know, like, I literally move, I live in the middle of nowhere. The only time I have not lived in the middle of nowhere was when I lived in Atlanta. And even then, um, Uber wasn't too big then. Public transportation there was horrendous. Actually, Uber was big then, but I was really poor and it was like $35 every time I wanted to Uber somewhere. Like, you bet your ass I'm fucking staying in the night. I'm sorry. I can't, like, I can't even afford dick appointments. It's fine. I'm not going to leave my number, though. And I'm not going to leave my panties because I don't need you DNA testing me and stalking me. I'm getting the fuck out of your house and retreating to my own bed. I'm not leaving because I'm embarrassed or ashamed. I'm leaving because my needs have been met, my duties are done, and your peasant purpose has been served. I will gladly retreat to my own California king-size bed that I share with no one. If I'm staying in your bed and you try to cuddle, just get out. I hate cuddling with strangers. It's a very, very intimate thing. <laughs> like, you just had your dick inside me, but, like, I can't cuddle you. I d- cuddling strangers, excuse me, it's just weird. Cuddling is reserved if you're in a relationship. Staying the night is not, but cuddling. I'm re- rewriting the rules here. I don't want to post-sex cuddle you. Like, if I'm on a one-night stand, I'm not trying to feel, like, warm and cuddly inside. And I don't know. A lot of people are just really, really sweaty after sex. And I just, like, I don't want your, like, wetness engulfing me like Mr. Pac-Man. I... Like, if we have a relationship or, like, we're good friends with benefits, like, cuddling is fine. Or if I'm dating you, cuddling is expected. Touch is, physical touch is my love language. So if I like you, I want to touch you all the time. If I don't like you, I don't want to touch you. Like, I love, I love hugs, though. Except for, like, strangers that I slept with. Like, I don't know. Like, there is something so weird to me about cuddling with a stranger. Sex with a stranger, not weird. I'll sleep with anyone. Cuddling with a stranger, so fucking weird. I don't like it at all. Like, I pretty, like, pretty much if a stranger tries to cuddle me, like, I roll to, like, the edge of the bed. That's my cue when I know I need to leave. But, like, if you can't and you're just, like, stuck there and, like, the cuddle zone and you can't get out and you're just like, dear Jesus, what do I do? How do I escape these post-sex cuddles? I like, it just gets weird. Like strangers, when they post-sex cuddle you and then they want to like pillow talk and shit gets fucking weird. So I avoid it like the fucking plague. I want my hookups to be like as cold as my soul. Cold really like ice queen cold. If we're, again, if we're dating, feel free to cuddle me all the fucking time. 
Um, if you were a stranger, I say this as if like, I'm giving people a guide to hook up with me. I'm not like, (laughs) this is not a guide to sleep with me. This is just my personal preference. A lot of girls love cuddling and guys, I know they love cuddling too. Like, don't be ashamed, gentlemen. I know you all love cuddling. So I just, I don't want to cuddle you with you though. Like it's too hot. Like I just can't do it. It's too intimate. Just, oof. I can't. I just can't. I don't even I don't even want to know your name. Like we haven't even had a conversation, but you think I want you to cuddle me for the next six hours of my life? Can't do it. Can't. I fucking can't. In an ideal world, oh, we wouldn't cuddle after sex. <laughs> or we would. I don't know. Like other people are really into that, but I just don't know how. And this is like why you always need an escape route. But the majority of my sex life, like, I literally have not lived in places where Uber existed. I have not been able to escape from a lot of dick appointments because I needed a dick motel because I I went to college in the middle of nowhere. Also, here's the other thing. Like, a lot of public transportation stopped running after 2 a.m. And before Uber, what are you going to do? What, what am I going to do when I, I, I'm done with you? And there's no public transportation and there's no Uber. Obviously, I'm going to stay the fucking night. I just don't understand why people are so rude about leaving either. I'm not going to overstay. I'll be gone before the sun is up. And I think everyone should take note. This is common courtesy. If you stay at someone's house, which I think should be totally acceptable, especially if you come over there after you've been drinking, I think that the unwritten rule... I'm writing it. This is the written rule. I'm rewriting history here. Leave. If the other person's alarm goes off, get up, get your ass out of bed and leave. I have had people where like my alarm would go off. Now my alarm goes off at like 3.30 in the morning. Um, It just really sucks if you decided to stay in my pussy motel. Sorry about it. But they would get up with me, put their clothes on. We'd hide five. They would leave. It was great. I think everyone should participate in that. The people who overstayed, as in my alarm went off, and they continued to sleep in my bed. (coughs) Oh, wow. (coughs) Sorry, I'm choking over here. I'm like dying. It's fine. But the people who have overstayed past my alarm, oh my gosh, I have gotten so ripely angry, angry at them. And been like, you need to fucking leave. Like, I get so mad. When people try and overstay their welcome, mm, get out. My rule of thumb, wake up and leave before the other person wakes up. Or if you're too drunk or too tired, then wait for their alarm to go off and then leave. Preferably before the sun comes up. Not because I hate how I look, just because, like, I don't need to interact with you in the morning. I don't, like, I don't need to cuddle with you and I don't need to interact with you when I'm in my most vulnerable state, aka the morning I I am a morning person, but I don't like talking to strangers in the morning. Again, it's fucking horrible. And like the people that I've had to drive home, oh my gosh, learn to walk. You got two legs. I can't handle this. Like anyone that I've had to give a ride home to, I literally was just like this. <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> like... I've also had to get a... I think I've gotten a ride home maybe twice. I was miserable. 
Like, I don't want to sit in your car when I'm just, like, so hungover as fuck dying. And, like, what am I going to talk to you about? The fucking weather? Our fuck session that wasn't even that great? The fact that you didn't even try and get me off? The fact that I vomited on your dick? Like, what are we going to talk about? I don't remember. If we had a conversation the night before, I don't fucking remember it. I don't remember what we've talked about. I don't remember how I got in your pants. I probably just asked. So we have nothing in common except for the fact that we both had sex the night before. And I'm not going to sit in your car and be like, oh, so like, did you get laid last night? (laughs) I should one day. That would be really funny. Just to be like, oh my God, did you have sex? (laughs) I... This, this is how I die. Like, someone's literally just going to murder me because they'll be like, what the fuck, you don't remember? And I'll be like, uh, my bad. Oops. <laughs> That'd be a really funny prank, though. Be aware, guys. I'm going to be doing that. Um, again, you won't be sleeping with me, so I am reserved. I am on reserve. Thank you. Um, Gosh, yeah. I just, the whole talking after sex and stuff. Here's the other thing, though. Like, I'm not trying to get a DUI after fucking sleeping with you. Like, <laughs> that nothing would be worse to me than having to blow into a breathalyzer for a year of my life, reminding me of the unworthy head that I gave you that landed me in a fucking DUI. Oh, my God. Like, think about it. Like, you could go to jail for leaving a dick appointment, and I'm just not about that. I'm going to stay safely the night. <laughs> and if you, like, kick me out of your bed... I'm going to your fucking couch, okay? Like, let's not be rude about this. I'm not trying to get a felony charge just because I wanted your dick inside me. Not worth it. 100% just, like, not worth it by any stretch of the imagination. And, you know, sometimes... Here's the other thing about the dick motel. Sometimes you don't have a home to return to. Or, like, you didn't book a hotel. (laughs) Because you were too poor. (laughs) So you have to rely on your Lewis and Clark dick-like skills to get you in a bed at night. And the pressure of finding someone to sleep with just so you can rest your head on the pillow, it's pretty intense. Sure, you know you want to get laid, but if you fail, that means you get no dick and no pillow. Dick pillow? denied. At least again, you dodge the pillow talk though. So like, that's pretty great, but like, it's really intense. Like if you're to the end of the night and like, you don't have anyone to sleep with or anyone to stay and you're just like, fuck. And then you have to book a hotel last minute because that's all you can do. Guys, it's really hard sometimes when you forget to book a hotel, get a personal assistant and have them book hotels for you. So then You don't have to wonder if you're going to have a pillow for the night. Then you can always invite them back to your hotel room. And, you know, it might work a lot better than just being on the prowl. But, you know, this is probably why my one pickup line is, so you want to fuck? I waste no time. I know I need a place to sleep. I'm not trying to flirt with you. (laughs) I'm just trying to rest my head and, like, maybe get laid in the process. Like, sometimes I wonder I'm like do I even actually like having sex I hate having sex in the winter because it's really fucking cold I 
have had sex so many times just so I could have a place to stay or get a ride home. No, I really like sex. It's like a problem in my life. Don't worry about it. I'm not like addicted to sex or anything. It's fine. I don't think I can actually physically be addicted to sex with how much I don't have sex. I get laid. Um, I am celibate more than I get laid. I'll put it to you that way. But I enjoy it every time. So that's all that matters is that I have sex like once a year. That's, that's the rule. If I don't have sex once a year, something has to be happening in my life for me to not be having sex at least, at least once a year. Um, that's like a really (laughs) steep statistic though. If it's not at least like quarterly, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Like, oh man, the thought. Like, when people go, like, years without getting laid, I just wonder about them as a human. I don't get it. How did you not find anyone, anyone in six years? I just think you're not putting in the effort, Candace. Okay? You just just need to find someone. There are very willing creatures out there. A lot of men want to get laid. A lot of women want to get laid. You guys just need to find each other. It's called Tinder. Just start swiping for sex. Don't even, don't even write a bio. Just write sex period in your bio. I'm like, it'll work. I promise. Yeah. The dick motel. (laughs) Truthfully, though, if you can't sleep in their bed and you cannot uh, get a ride home, there is one place that is totally foolproof for you to stay that no one ever looks at. It's called Under the Pool Table. Trust me. It's always a good place. No one ever checks there. And if they find you there, then you're just the drunk girl that passed out under the pool table. No one has to know that you couldn't find a dick motel. And, but I hope when you are in need, you find a dick motel. Set all your fuck buddies as your ice contacts in your phones. So then, if you are ever in case of an emergency, you can contact them directly and find a place to stay. And I suggest having hoes and area codes because you never know when you're going to be in a city and you might just need a place to stay. That is your advice for the week. Always have a Rolodex. You know, like in the 80s, they had like a fucking Rolodex. Nah, nah. You need a Rolodex. A roll of dicks, a roll of puss. It doesn't work as well for pussy, but like if you're a dude and or a lesbian, you know, you need a roll of puss. Roll of dicks. Invest in one. And this episode has been brought to you by my newly found celibacy. I'm just kidding. I don't know why I just spoke in a British accent. It's early and the crickets are out. They're out of fucking control. They're definitely getting laid out there. It's fine. Cricket sex for the ages. It's hunting season. Don't worry. So happy cuffing season. Happy hunting season. And uh, follow me on Instagram. I am The Real Sex and Waffles. My website is therealsexandwaffles.com. And the new site just dropped. Still a work in progress, but I love it. So I'm obsessed. And email me, therealsexandwaffles at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in this week, my brunch club. Stay hard.